Hi, everyone. Welcome to Safe Harbor, a podcast for parents of children with special needs. I'm your host, Teresa Bartolotta, and this is episode one. Today's topic is why I started this podcast, what my dream is for the podcast, my vision, and why I truly feel called to do this at this time in my life. Some background, I am a speech-language pathologist, and I've been working with children with special needs for over 40 years. I was drawn to this work following some volunteer work I did as a high school student where I worked on a Saturday at a respite program for children with autism. And I fell into this opportunity and loved it so much and thought, I, I really want to work with people who have difficulty communicating, with people who have special needs. I just felt a special calling to the work. So fast forward years later, I became a mother to my second child, and our daughter was born typical and developed just fine for the first year and a half of her life, and then things started to change. And I grew increasingly concerned And after lots of discussion and speaking to friends and professionals, our daughter was evaluated and found to have a severe developmental disability. And I found myself sitting at the table across from professionals whom I'd sat with for years, talking to parents for years. And I was listening to things that had been said to me. And I could not believe it. I thought, wait, wait, how could this be happening? And in that moment of grief and realization that I'd been living in some level of denial for a while, I felt a great sadness. I felt that the dreams that we had for our daughter were no more. And it was truly a very long process. And I want to thank the people who walked along that path with me, who supported me during those times, that I came out the other side and began over time to see the beauty in all of this, to see the meaning of this, to begin to accept our new reality, the new reality for our daughter and the life that now it looked like she would have. And becoming part of a community of other parents who were walking on a similar path. It is now 30 years later. And I have realized that this daughter we have, this beautiful soul, is a gift that we have been given, that we are entrusted with. She is someone who brings joy to the world who, even though she cannot speak, influences far more people than I can. And she certainly is not alone because she is like so many thousands and thousands of other people with special needs who are entrusted to their parents as gifts. They are not burdens. They are wins. They are not losses. They are not mistakes. They are not genetic errors. My daughter, I believe, and the other children I work with, I believe, are here for a reason. 
They are here to teach us lessons that we need to take the time to hear. And I've had discussions with many parents over the years about what can we learn? What have we learned? How have we been changed? These children change us. They change their parents in ways that are completely unexpected. They also give us opportunities. They bring us chances to see the meaning of life, to understand what is truly important. Parents of children with special needs do amazing things. First of all, there is the daily care. The path that we walk is so different than the path that we're on when we're parenting a typical child. All of a sudden, life involves medical professionals, special education professionals, people we never thought we would be interacting with on a regular basis. The daily care, often our children have physical needs, medical needs. We're going to doctors. We're filling prescriptions. We're trying to puzzle out what is wrong when they can't tell us what is wrong. And the daily care goes on and on. I have a daughter who's 32 years old. Anytime I want to do something, she needs to be taken care of by someone else. So I still need a caregiver 32 years after she was born. She's not able to take care of herself physically. She can't bathe herself, feed herself, dress herself, toilet independently. So the daily care that she needs is something that is built into my life. And it is not something that is part of the life of my peers. So my my life has been completely different than my peers who do not have children with special needs. So we, the parents who do have children with special needs, we have a completely different journey than our friends and our siblings, unless they themselves have the gift of these. So on a daily basis, parents are challenged to meet these expectations that are not typical. But in addition, these parents can do amazing things and do amazing things and change the world in small and large ways through things like advocacy, advocating for their child to have access to a community, access to sports, access to things like Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, access to a regular classroom, changing laws for education, changing access to opportunities that other children are given, changing attitudes, taking our children on airplanes to restaurants, out into the community so they are seen, so they are not hidden away, so they are fully accepted as part of society. And how often I have seen that just the presence of my daughter or one of the dozens and dozens and hundreds of children I've worked with in my career, how the presence of just one of them changes the atmosphere, changes the attitude. 
makes people kinder, makes people more patient, helps people embrace the gratitude for what they have. It's extraordinary. The people who I've I've known, I've seen, have changed attitudes. They've led with strength. Some of them go back to school to be lawyers or therapists or doctors. Some create associations to bring awareness to their children who have a rare disease. So many of them are active in fundraising and raise millions and millions of dollars to find treatments and cures. Parents build schools when their child is not does not have the opportunity to go to their local school. They've made new schools. They've created new ways for folks to live, especially as they go into adulthood. So this community of which I am so grateful to be a part, we need to talk to each other. We need to help each other. We need to communicate. And in this world where sometimes we're not going to have easy access to other individuals like ourselves. I have been called to believe that something like this podcast can help us come together. Our paths are so different. My story is different than your story. Neither's is harder or easier. They are just different. But we have commonalities that we can share, topics we can dialogue about, and together we are stronger. So through this podcast, I want to create a community where we can support each other and then move into the greatness and the possibility that we have been given. Because as I said earlier, we are profoundly changed by this gift of our child. So somehow, somewhere in all of this, there is an opportunity. That if we can take the space to talk about how our lives are changed and get away from the mundane of the prescriptions and the meal preparation and the ordering of the diapers, yes, we have to pay attention to that. But sometimes we are so focused on those details about the disability or the disorder or the illness And we are not focusing on ourselves as humans and how we have been profoundly changed. We are stewards of these people who can change the world. We are witness to their power. And we have strength and we can do great things. So I wanted to create this podcast as a way to put these ideas out into the world and talk with other people, like-minded people, parents of children with special needs. But I also know this audience will go far beyond us. We are loved and supported by friends, by extended family members, by siblings of our children or other children. If we have them who are not, do not have a disability, they are, first of all, amazing people because they have grown people with disabilities and they are forever changed by that as well. So I know the audience is more than parents of children with special needs, but I think all of us together can 
communicate and can grow with this. So why did I call this podcast Safe Harbor? I grew up very close to the water and have lived for most of my life close to water, have always found water to be very calming. I've loved just walking by the ocean or sitting by a lake in the stillness and just watching the water. And so I love to be out on the water, but I also love the idea of a harbor where boats and people who are out on the water can come in to just a safe space, just to be, just to rest away from the storm. And so that's why I called this the Safe Harbor Podcast, because I feel it's a place to step away from the storm because the parenting journey that we're talking about can be a storm at times, absolutely. So I want this to be a place where we can reflect then on these other kinds of topics that I think are so important for us to consider about how we have been given this opportunity and how can we move into the greatness that it it affords us. Because this parenting journey has changed us in a profound way. And it is not, it is not a path of scarcity. I believe it is a path of abundance. And so I want to move towards that. So I plan to put out a weekly episode. Sometimes I will have a guest. Every time each week, there will be a topic to discuss. I look for your feedback to help with expanding the list of topics and ideas. I will have two policies for the podcast and for the other conversations that occur around the podcast. Number one, this is a place for sharing our stories, but not comparing. So everyone's journey is different. Everyone's journey is incredibly meaningful. It is their life, but no one's journey is harder or easier. They are different. So I want to create an atmosphere of sharing and of mutual respect of what we are each going through. I cannot imagine what it is like to walk on your path. I can only support you. And then I like you to do the same for me. Policy number two is that all lives are valuable and meaningful. Many of our children will not be able to speak or will have face very challenging medical, physical problems. That does not diminish anything that they are struggling with, does not diminish their impact. As I said, my daughter, who is nonverbal, can communicate so much and just being in her presence, I know affects people. Strangers who see her smile at her. They don't smile at me, (laughs) but they'll smile at her. There is a softness that she brings out. There is a wonder. There is an appreciation. So all lives, all of our children's lives, no matter how long or how short, how minimally or how maximally they are affected, they all have great meaning and value. 
So right now my website is under development. I will post updates so you'll know that you can there for more information. I hope to have books that I can share with you, other resources. Those will be coming. I have created a Safe Harbor Facebook group. And I'd like you to go to Facebook if you can and ask to join. And that's where we can continue the dialogue. So I look forward to meeting you there. Please email me at safeharborpodcast at gmail.com to join my email list. And that's where you'll get all kinds of updates. And then you can follow me on Instagram at Teresa Bartolotta. Thank you so much for your attention. I look forward to talking with you next week. And I can't wait to follow up on this dialogue in our Facebook group. I'll leave you with a quote from Christopher Reeve. Once you choose hope, anything's possible. Take care.